Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. Okay, so always good to uh, talk Steelers with my buddies, Leanne Lohman and um... <laughs> I'm assuming that's Allison. Can can you talk through that? Yeah, I was going to say. Yes, I can. I think so. I'm, I'm pretty, you okay. know, my voice carries. I absolutely love that you wrote the record on there. That's, 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 you know, usually when teams are like, you know, oh, and 11 or something like that, they would put bags in their heads. We are putting bags in our heads at a five, five and one record. And because we, we were feeling ultimate shame. And this is how all Steeler fans are right now. We, we, we think yes. we're basically the equivalent of the, of the Detroit Lions. Right. We, we we're, can suddenly commiserate. the Detroit Lions right now in, in our minds, right? Right. We can't even beat them. No. Oh, Facts. my goodness. Facts. Good. <sighs> Might as well have been a loss, like everybody says. Might as well have been a loss. Yeah. I, yeah. uh... I, I, I tweeted that the Steelers are not only going to not win again this year, but they may not win for the next thousand years. The only way, <laughs> the only thing preventing them from going. Most like tweet, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> the only thing from uh, that preventing them from going 0 and 17 every year is if they go to an 18 game seasons and then they'll go 0 and 18 every 0 year. 0 and 18. There you go. <laughs> Oh, come on. This is it. This is it. This is it. It's all over. It's all over. Doom and gloom from here on out. Sell the team. There's, there's, yeah. Yep. Sell sell the team. Paper bags for everyone. (laughs) Start handing them out instead of programs at the games. Or instead of towels, you know, just great paper paper bags. White, white, yeah, paper bags, white (laughs) tiles were, were, were done. Uh, I, it's felt today felt like a funeral today felt like the death of a franchise that was one of the worst losses that i can remember and i'm older than people think i am so worst worst loss of the tomlin era for sure right for sure had for sure had to be yeah yeah i mean if not just the score just how i mean they didn't even put up a fight there was no sense of urgency there was no Try. I mean, at least against the Chargers, there was that spark where just all of a sudden they got their heads out of their asses and just decided, okay, we're going to actually try right. and win this game. We're going right. to try and be in this game. And they made it an, an amazing finish, albeit, you know, kind of sad at the same time. Right. But there was just, there was no, there was none of that in this, in this game yesterday. Even last season when we lost to the Browns and that was like so frustrating and sad and defeating. And we had all those turnovers. At least you felt like the team kept picking themselves up and going back out there and trying. I felt like we were forcing it and it wasn't successful, but at least you felt like they were trying. I don't know. Yesterday, I didn't even feel like anybody was trying. And I don't remember the last time I really felt like that. Maybe a player. Or somebody not doing what they're supposed to, but if it's like, <clears throat> what? Oh my god, <laughs> he makes my eye twitch. I don't even know why he's on the field anymore. I don't know what he's doing, and I didn't think he had a head injury, but that's what he looks like because he's—it's like he has no idea where he's supposed to be. He's never running the correct route. He's never in the right place. He hangs back and waits for them to come and engage with him instead of going up to meet. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, it's like, what did he do all last season? You know, like, what do players do when they're rehabbing? Aren't they, they're still supposed to, like, 
do football things, right? I mean, obviously right. they can't physically, but you would think mentally he would be dialed in. He would be, you know, at least trying to kind of keep with the program, so to speak, so that when he did come back, he would be on top of things. And it seems like he's not, it's not even the injury. You know, Arthur Motes was on, uh, I don't the fan or something the other day and saying, it's not the injury. Like it's not his knee. That's an issue. It, it's, it's not physical. So it's, a mental, it's a, what's yeah. that? Is he scared? Right. Yeah. It's a mental, think, he thinks it's more of a mental thing than it is. I think being you know, scared is, it has a lot to do with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Just because, just because you, you, you know, you got the surgery doesn't mean that you, right. you're fully confident that you could actually do, do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. If it was the physical piece, I feel like we would see him out there trying and just not able to get there, but we don't even see like the, the effort, you know what I mean? Like I said, he's constantly hanging back and waiting for the players to come engage with him. And instead mm-hmm. of going up to meet the line and I, I just, I don't know what he's doing. It's like, he doesn't know where he is half the time. And he looks lost. He mm-hmm. really looks lost. And I'm not sure I understand why he's still out on the field. Right. Yeah. And then you like wonder, anything you know, would be better. Usually they put Robert Spillane in there and now he's injured. Well, he's so hurt. It's like, what are they, you know, what are their options? Like the, the options, their depth is, I think, I think the depth of the Steelers this season is, is uglier than it's been than I remember in, in, in years. And it's, and that's, especially this time of year, that's what teams rely on to kind of keep them going in situations like this. And they just don't have that, that depth to, to fall back on. But then it's so frustrating because you look at other teams that get decimated with injuries and they still find a way to do it. And and I just look at the Ravens. I feel like whenever it's right, and I was gonna say the Ravens, and but whenever it's us, it feels like you know, we we lose somebody or somebody gets hurt, you're like, oh, there goes our season. And it shouldn't be that way. Like we should be able to keep a team from scoring 41 points on us. I mean two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. row. I mean, it's just embarrassing. And Mm -hmm. well, paper bag, paper bag. Paper bag. <laughs> uh, I mean, none of the none of the linebackers are doing well, and that's because the defensive line is absolutely horrible, Terrible. decimated. It's. I mean, there's so many yeah. injuries up and down, uh, and we just never, never really, you know, have been able to make up for the loss of Alu Alu and, and Stefan Tuit. And it's like, uh-uh. why not? They've been gone forever. I mean, right. we've been playing most of the season without these guys, and we have no answer for for the void that they, that they've created. And if something's not working, then do something different because we're not barely winning with this. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're losing badly. So if this isn't working, then what does it hurt to just try something different? And maybe you find the formula that works. Mm -hmm. It's just, I mean, even remember the, uh, the Seattle game, that one, what they were, they were up uh, like 14, nothing, something like that. And then the second half, they were running at will on the Steelers right. and it took them like an entire quarter to adjust to, right. to put a stop to it. Mm-hmm. Why or why is it taking so long? What, same thing with the Detroit game. They gash us and it takes us like, like, like one or two quarters to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Do something, make adjustments quicker. And right. we, we just found out today. I mean, this is something I've heard a million times, but it's basically confirmed. Tomlin is the actual defensive coordinator. Keith Butler has nothing to do with the defense. Mm-hmm. Very little to do. Maybe he's like, maybe he, he helps. Maybe he helps Devin Bush, like show him which way, like which, which way he's supposed to point, like go that way, buddy. But other than that, 
like it's it's Tomlin. Tomlin is is the one calling the plays. He's doing everything with the defense, and he is failing miserably. So for all the people that say fire Tomlin, which I think is comical, but he he does deserve. He can't blame. be the defensive coordinator. It's it's craziness. He can't. I mean, you have to have somebody in that head coach role. And I know that when you get defensive coaches, they like to chip in on that and help out with that. But then it can't be your job that you're doing both those roles out on the field during a game. Yeah. Yeah. Change it up to get some, Hey, there's that Terrell Austin guy on, on the, uh, he used yeah. to be a defensive coordinator, have him call the play, have him do something. It's, it's, I, I can't, you know, I, it's too much. It's too much for somebody to be the, the head coach having to make all this, the, the decisions and be a, a coordinator too of the entire right. defense. It's too much. Let someone else do it. Yeah, and how do you not, when you're losing, step back? Do you know what I mean? Like, say, like, whoa, this is this is on me, guys. You know what I mean? And, and step back. Mm-hmm. He needs to delegate. And it seems like Tomlin doesn't want to give up, you know, certain aspects of the game or at least admit. I mean, even last week in a press conference, you know, some of the media had asked him, you know, how much how much say do you have? you know, in, in the defensive and the offensive plays is like, Oh, I have, you know, quite a bit of, you know, more than just a say, you know, and then it just kind of snowballed into, you know, Keith Butler hasn't called, you know, he right. hasn't called a play in, in however many games. And it's like, you know, just leads you to wonder, well, you know, maybe they should look at and look at how they're operating there in Pittsburgh. Well, that's part of what concerns me about Matt Canada being up in the booth instead of being down on the field that a lot of times when you see those teams, where your head coach is sort of a defensive minded coach, you have that offensive coach down there on the field with you to kind of be like that assistant coach, like that balancing piece. Do you know what I mean? Down there on the field and, and him being up on the booth. I mean, I don't, maybe I'm way off base here, but it, it something should give, do you know what I mean? I feel like there's a disconnect. I don't feel like he's getting the information, mm-hmm. put somebody else can sit up there and tell you what they see. You can see plenty from down on the field. Mm-hmm. Canada could be in the booth. He could be on the field. He could be, he could be right next to Ben. It's not going to matter. No. It ain't working. It ain't yeah. working with Matt Canada <laughs> and this team. Something, but something different, just something different has to be done. I mean, if he's the guy and you feel, you know, Tomlin feels really strongly about that, then I would be telling him you need to switch something up and do something different. You need to come down. You need to, I don't know. Something has to give. But the play calling is absurd. I mean, I I don't, I mean, a kindergartner could figure out what they're (laughs) going to do and form a defense against it. I mean, we no longer throw screen passes to the wide receivers. So many things that we just aren't doing. And I mean, you watch other teams and it's so frustrating. We never make any adjustments. Well, speaking of the wide receivers, I, I like Deontay. Other than that, James Washington basically does nothing. Chase Claypool. I don't want to, I don't want to use the B word. I don't want to call him a bust, but that dude really needs to reevaluate things for next season because he had a great rookie season and this season has been horrible. Yeah. Yeah. You have to wonder if that season, you know, just got to his head, you know, that he's a young mm -hmm. guy and, you know, he's surrounded by, you know, greatness in the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. And he just seems to think that that's enough, you know, that maybe he doesn't have to, you know, progress from there. It's very easy to do. It's very easy to have success and think, Oh my God, hall of fame. Here I come. I I, I got this figured out. I got this. This whole NFL thing is easy. I got this figured out. Right. 
and, and he's just been such a disappointment this year. All he does is fall, uh, forget about combat catches, and, right. and, and, and he's very immature. And I don't know if what yeah. he was saying today about, hey, we need music in the practice. I don't know if that's a joke or mm. what's going on. Yeah. But that's like, that's, I mean, literally. It was a terrible comment. Well, Steelers.com. Really, I mean, whether it was a joke or not. Here's what's perplexing. Steelers.com, usually you can go there and you could watch the, the video footage of the entire press conference from start right. to end. Not with this one. So it's kind of like, it kind of makes you wonder, like, you know, because, you know, Brooke Pryor mentioned the comment and so did Kinkabwala mentioned his comment. But you wonder what context was that in? You know, was he saying it? Like you said, was he was he joking? Was he serious? But then he followed up with, you know, music at practice is something he's been asking for since his days at Notre Dame. And he's never gotten it. But he figures, well, Mike Tomlin's been at this a long time. He must know what he's doing. So it's like, what do you mean? Weird comment. Yeah, it's just, it's very, very strange. And to not have the whole press conference, to not know what the context was around it, you know, it's hard to say, you know. Literally today, one of the big things was Ryan Clark's rant on the Steelers. He, he even mentioned, uh, he, here, this, here, it's not about upholding what Joe Green did, what Jack Lambert did. It's not about what James Harrison did, Casey Hampton, James Ferrier, Troy Polamalu. Uh, those days are gone. We want to be cute now, right? We want to make videos. We want to do TikToks. We want to dance in the locker room. We want to be the team that everyone loves to be around. We want to make jokes. We want to smile. We want to have fun. Pittsburgh football ain't about having fun. Pittsburgh football is about dominating people on the field because of your physicality. But that ain't what y'all want. What y'all want to do right now is show up and y'all want to live on the backs of legends. Don't nobody care about what about that no more. Young people aren't respectful to the past. And the past Pittsburgh was something. This Pittsburgh defense ain't Jack. And I ain't talking about Jack Lambert. I ain't talking about Jack Ham. I ain't, I'm, I'm talking about Jack. And you know what the, what the rest of the word is. Y'all ain't that. He literally was, was referencing TikTok and all these things. And Chase Claypool today says, hey, we need more dancing. Right. Yeah. 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 So it just makes you wonder, like, did he, you know, uh, did the media, obviously he was a practice, Claypool was a practice when this whole get up thing, like, and I'm sure he probably didn't get a chance to go and see what Ryan Clark said. So the media sort of, it seems like the media maybe set him up, you know, maybe asked him, you know, a sort of softball question, you know what I mean? He answered it like he would because he's Chase Claypool and now it's being printed all over the place that, you know, he wants music when they're, when they're five, five and one. Look, I, I really, I'm really, a, I'm really a big supporter of the young guys. I really think that it's absurd to expect that um, the young players in 2021 act like the young players of 1981 or 71 or 91 or whatever. I think it's every generation is different. I mean, it doesn't, Anybody who has kids knows that anybody who ever interacts with anybody younger than you knows that it doesn't make it wrong. It doesn't make what somebody else did right, but all that really matters in football are results. And so when you're not getting results, then everything else you're going to do is going to be under a microscope. I don't begrudge the guys having any fun. I love Juju's TikToks. I think they're hysterical. I don't make them myself, but I enjoy them. I think it's fun. I think it's a great way for younger fans to interact and engage with the players in a different way than their parents, whatever, their grandparents or whoever. And, and I think that 
that's what's coming in social media. And that's what's going to be expected of these young kids to engage next level with these fans is on these social media platforms. So you can hate it all you want, but I think it's the future. I think the issue is, is that you have to find a way to, to do that. If you're going to have fun, you got to still get results. Nobody wants to watch you dancing when you're five, five and one, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be miserable like the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The Steelers offense, the Steelers have the youngest offense in the entire league. Yeah. Average age of the offense. (laughs) That's pretty impressive when you have Ben Roethlisberger (laughs) bringing that average up. Um, This is an extremely young team. I heard something today that kind of makes sense. And I don't know if plans changed, but I think they viewed this year as a rebuild as much as, you know, this is the closest thing to a rebuild we'll see with the Steelers. Without saying we're in rebuild mode. Right. right. When you have yeah. this many rookies, mm-hmm. uh, you know, playing prominent roles, it kind of feels that way. And I mean, a, a mm-hmm. lot of it was not planned. Nobody, you know, uh, they planned on having DeCastro. They probably pl- planned on having Pouncey. Uh, so, you know, th- they didn't plan what was going to happen with the offensive line. But I don't know. I don't know if Ben coming back through thing through through you know kind of threw a wrench in the plans. I don't know. But you you know the you have what you have this year is the the cap went down because of COVID, right? But but next year they are going to have like the most space they've ever had and the most space of any team in the league. Right. So. Maybe they're all, maybe this is, this is all just getting ready for 2022. Part of the plan. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't don't know. I don't know. Um, But the, yeah, I mean, we're not privy to that information. I think there's a lot of talks like that that go on behind closed doors that obviously fans aren't privy to. Yeah. But the whole thing with the, the, you know, the kids, and these kids with the TikTok. First of all, you mean to tell me the only player, the only NFL players on TikTok are on the Pittsburgh Steelers? No. I <laughs> find that very shot. hard to believe. Not by very. a long shot. Uh, but, you know, you know, you, Leanne, you mentioned, you know, young players in 81 and 91 and 2001. They weren't, they weren't angels back then either. We just yeah, didn't we had know guys about doing it. cocaine and all kinds of stuff back yes. then. And you know what I mean? But it wasn't on social media and it was, you know, it was, it was quiet and hush hush. And so then it was okay. I mean, all the not even hush hush. They'd go out to the bars. True. They'd go, True. you know, they, they'd go partying and stuff. It's just, there was no cell phone cameras to, to, to watch it. So right. Right. You didn't so you know about rumors. it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think people have got it. You know, it's not, I think it's not fair to expect somebody who's 22 to be, 92 because that's you know the last time you felt our defense was great or offense was great or who this person should be emulating I think you could still be emulating that person as a player and honoring the past while living in modern times and mm-hmm. and I, I I think it's unfair to expect otherwise but like I said I think in the football and in all sports it only you know put your money where your mouth is it doesn't really matter if you're gonna you're gonna be you got to be able to back it up exactly if you're winning Everything's fine. You can do whatever you want. Dance mm-hmm. all you want. Right. Drop the Lombardi trophy and 
you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Throw Drink it. beer out of the Stanley Cup. No one cares when you yeah. win. I'm just, I just, I just wish I had a bag. I now. <laughs> Next time we're all coming on with our bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't go up to six, five, and one. We're coming back. Next I love, I love, the, I love that you put the record on there. Like we're freaking out. And they don't even have a losing record. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that dash one, every time I see it, I'm just like, so you know cringy. I mean? Like it's, it's, it's like a dagger in the heart. Yeah. Well, it was that last time we had that tie too that season with the tie. It was the same oh, way. With the Browns. Yeah. With the Browns. Awful. Yeah. I was at that game. That was terrible. I can't think of all of their wins and all of their losses. But when I see that dash one, it's like, oh, I know exactly what that game I was. I know what that game was. Yeah. It's like a, like a horrible stain that we have to it is. 20 so years painful. from now you know when we're like walking with canes i remember that what that time the, time of the lions <laughs> i heard someone say that, um, they're gonna go five five and seven <laughs> just let's just have seven ties oh that would be the worst i can't imagine nobody's ever had two ties right I can't think anybody th- ever had two ties i think i've seen two ties before i think i've seen I'll two have ties to google that that's a good question it is a good question. I don't remember. If 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 I thought that Siri would know, I would ask her right now. Never know what you'll get from it would Siri. Probably, yeah, exactly. it, would, it would probably order you a tie on Amazon or something like that. <laughs> probably would, yeah. Order you two ties. Uh, yeah, two ties, exactly. The thing, yeah. The thing that, that annoys me most about ties is, and this happens every single time there is a tie, some of the players say, I didn't know what the rules were. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, always, I didn't know. Always. How, how did yeah. you not know? I thought it was like college. Yeah. <laughs> college. College is just, you know what? College, they changed the rules. So now you go from uh, put it on the 25 and try to score a touchdown. You do that a few times. And then we let's just do a two point conversion thing. <laughs> right. Okay. So here's the answer. Since overtime was implemented in the NFL in 74, since then there have been 20 games, 40 teams that have tied. There have only been two years where more than one tied game has occurred in 97 and 96, never with overlapping teams. And no team has ever scored two ties in one season. Nice. Mm. There we go. There we go. go. So there have been two ties in the season. It's just not been the same team. Not the same team. Gotcha. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. Two ties. So Come on. Let's make now. now we have a goal we can shoot for an obtainable <laughs> goal. <laughs> hey, let's not beat the Ravens. Let's just tie them. Tie with the Ravens. And everybody wins. That. We can get participation right. trophies. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Man, you got to laugh. It keeps you, you from going. What else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? You got to celebrate right. the small things. Deontay Johnson is much improved from last year. Every game, I think how great that is, mm-hmm. how much better he is. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, he's up Harvin. for a new, he's up for a contract. He's in a contract. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not contract season, but yeah, you got to You got to right. renew. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, you would think so anyway. So, yeah, he's worked his butt off and it's, it's impressive. I'm really yes, looking yeah, for forward sure. to this off season. This is going to be a crazy off season. This is going to be the craziest off season we've seen in a long time. I want to say probably in the Kevin in the Kevin Colbert era because if you think about it, you know, since Ben Roethlisberger's been around, things have been pretty, you know, pretty stable. Yeah, stable throughout the you know throughout the off season. So and they have so many holes and so many changes 
that they're going to have to make that. Yeah. You know, and there's so many question marks is Ben coming back. You know, he, of course he's oh, going to he wait better until not. March. <laughs> he might. Be- I mean, you better, better change the locks on those doors, Ben. <laughs> right. You are not allowed in the building anymore. Well, right. that's the thing. Like Rooney makes it sound like it's it's Ben's call. Like if he wants to come back, sure. Oh, I think it is Ben's call. hundred yeah. percent. I think a hundred percent they'll let Ben go out on his terms, however he wants to. And but he's tarnishing. That's the thing. As great as he is, and as great as he was, and he's still better than anything the Steelers have on their roster right now. He, it seems like with with games like he's been playing, he's sort of like tarnishing, you know, his legend. You know what I mean? That he's, he's going to be leaving behind. So, you know. It, they, I don't want to see him go out on like a down note right. or a sour note. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, have to be benched or something terrible. Like, right. I just don't right. want that for him. I want him to go out on his own terms, but on, you know on an even keel just just mm-hmm. if, you, if it's time to go just go because mm-hmm. we're gonna have to find a quarterback at some point so you might as well just rip the band-aid off and get it over with right I, and i think I was, our uh, chance of drafting somebody to sit behind ben is not happening next year I, I i was watching the game with some friends and one of them said well what they needed to do was was prepare for ben being gone and i said that was Mason. That was the that was that the was, we did player. do that. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. terrible. Look, look what happened. And he's mm. terrible. I, I I can't wait to hear from. Oh, you know, if they do screw it up or something like that, as if every other coach and general manager is perfect and has never made a mistake, especially when evaluating quarterbacks. Right. I like the revisionist history of. They should have tanked a couple years ago when Ben got hurt so they could get Justin Herbert. Um, hindsight. No, exactly. Hindsight yeah. is, is, hindsight is always a beautiful thing. Hindsight Herbert, is always a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, Herbert, nobody expected Herbert to, to be as, you know, as, as solid as a quarterback as he, as he was from the get go. Like he really didn't, he didn't seem to have any issues transitioning. And, and how many, how many hundreds of quarterbacks or dozens of quarterbacks or whatever have come through the NFL that were expected to be great and were kind of a bust, you know, what exactly. I mean? so more, more than, more than there have been successes. Look you know? at right. Sam Darnold. Look at Sam yeah. was like, oh, it's just because he was with the Jets. Now he'll be good with the Panthers. He was good for two games. And then after that, it all went to yeah. hell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. such a crap. The list shoot. goes on. I mean, Jared Goff, even this year, Trevor Lawrence, you know, I, we, I mean, we haven't seen there, you know, this, the past couple drafts, we haven't really gotten a chance to see exactly, you know, how the, how the, how the top quarterbacks taken are going to pan right. out. But it, right now it's just seeming like, they just, you know, it's basically the Justin Herberts and the Kyler Murrays. Well, even Kyler Murray, gosh, his injury history. Yeah. But uh, I, you know, I think it does have something to do with, obviously, with your setup. You know, you're the best quarterback. You go to the worst team in the NFL. I mean, obviously, that right. has an impact on how well you do. But regardless, I, I don't I just don't think players are plug and play where you can pluck them out of somewhere else and put them in somewhere else and they solve all of your problems. And and mm-hmm. and that's the case, you know, and that's I think that's part of the problem we have with Mason. I, I just don't think he fits in with our system. I don't think he ever has. I don't think he's that good of a player. And, and then you're stuck with him year after year after year. And you just yeah. pray every if, week. Ben doesn't if get he hurt. was any good. He'd be freaking Detroit. If he was any good, he'd have done anything by now, but he hasn't. Yeah. He's been in the system forever. I mean, how long, you know what I mean? I, I mostly hope to have a really good second quarterback, you know, a decent backup. You know, you're not expecting for 
for somebody phenomenal to sit behind you, but they can at least come in and, and hand off a ball. And, and I don't know, you just. At, you know. at what point do we say, Hey, Ben, we're evaluating Mason. Uh, we're, we're benching you. I don't think, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Cause I, well, I that's either. basically what happened with uh, Eli Manning. They, yeah. you know, he, his, his end was, this was not good. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, if they, if they do what I think they're going to do and go like eight, eight and one or some crap like that, miss the playoffs and still have a bad bat draft position. Yeah. We're screwed. Come on guys. Tank. Come on. Come on. Tank Don't- for pick it. Tank for pick it. I would be perfectly happy with, <laughs> with Kenny Pickett. I'd be I would perfectly do. happy. Who knows? Now, as long as Ben, that's a thing. I would be okay with Pickett if Ben, I know, wash my mouth out, if Ben stuck around. Right. I don't want Pickett to come in and then Mason be the starter and then Pickett learn behind Learning Mason behind Mason's off. bad habits. No, thank you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they have There's to have no way situation Ben would allow himself to be a backup. No way. No, I no, just mean no, no, no. Ben was a starter. Right. Ben would start. Oh, Ben was a starter, and yeah, but then right. everybody would be screaming. <laughs> there'd yeah. be, there'd be the entire state would be like, when, pick when it, Tommy pick Maddox it. was playing, and everybody was screaming for Ben to come in. Like every freaking game, I was right. there for those games. I was yeah. there for the game when Maddox got hurt, and Ben came <laughs> in and yeah. won the game for us. I mean, you know, it's. It, you know, you hate to see that because because that what if thing is so tempting. You know what I mean? We've had that seasons with with Mason where people think, you know, he could do something. And this is so tempting, you know, to bring this person in or to cheer for this person. But if, if Mason was a starter, Mason would be starting and he is not mm-hmm. anywhere. Nobody nope. else was beating down the door for him. In a league that is starved for quarterbacks, you're right. right. Nobody was no, they no basically, one came asking for him. I mm-hmm. think, I think, I think workers at McDonald's right. make more than Mason Rudolph. I mean, they, there was no big, you know, you know. Yeah, and I know that there's this big divide among fans, like the hate Rudolph camp and the love Rudolph camp. And I don't really understand either camp. I could care less. I don't love the kid. I don't hate the kid. I don't feel any type of way about the kid. I just want somebody who can play and he can't. And, mm. and if that was, you know, if it was somebody else that can, you know, I don't know, Haskins and great, you know, whoever it is, I don't care. I just want somebody who can play. I don't know why we keep him when he can't. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be, be somebody better. Going to be going to be, be uh, going to be really interesting. And but but that's but that's the thing. It's like uh, they say, go Russell Wilson, get Russell Wilson here, get get Jimmy G, get uh, get Aaron Rodgers. It's like right. Hey, you have to trade for all those people. Right. If you have to trade, yeah. if you have to trade for for you know any of those, any of those, even Jimmy Garoppolo, you got to you're losing at least a first round draft pick. Mm-hmm. They need as many draft picks. They need about 50 so draft picks. They need a whole have, offensive line worth. Of right. And now a defense picks. too. Right. Yeah. Need, and like, I, I've said this before too. I lived in Washington for years and years. And I watch what happens when your team constantly sells away your future to buy your tomorrow and it doesn't pan out and, and you have a nightmare of a franchise it's it's never worked in washington it hasn't worked in other cities that have done it it's it's finding that balance between 
you know, making smart trades and smart draft moves and, and being able to draft the correct players and being able to pick up veterans and, and finding that balance. And, and it's some of it's luck and some of it's skill. And, and you can't sell the sell away your future to, to get somebody because hey, there's no guarantees. You want to win now? Look at the L.A. Rams. They right. they got uh, Vaughn Miller and Odell Beckham. And ever since they did that, they haven't won. Right. Right. So. You know, you you, you want to, yeah. They did everything a, they could to craft like a, a go out and win the Super Bowl team this year. And I mean, maybe they will, but but they aren't burning up the town at all. Right, right. It's, I mean, it's, yeah, maybe they'll figure it out, but, you know, it's, it's, there's no, there's no uh, great solution. Mm-hmm. It, it annoyed me that they, that the Steelers picked up some, buddy off some off a practice squad off a saints practice squad like a yeah. defensive tackle or something like that it, yeah why weren't we doing this sooner Do, mm. I, I don't care i don't care if if i don't care what the situation is pick up every offensive lineman and defensive lineman off every team that you can yeah. now yeah yeah, like I mentioned earlier, we've been dealing with injuries along, especially especially along the defensive line since week one. So so why all of a sudden yesterday in Mike Tallon's press conference, he says, well, you know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll make changes, you know, because, you know, we're we're trending in the wrong direction. And it's like, what are you going to ch- how are you going to change the defensive line with with nobody? Nobody's there to swap in there. You know what right. I mean? What like are you changing it to? What are we gonna? Yeah. What are we gonna do with with John Leglue and Joe Haig and right, you know, right, like right. no. And Zach Banner is not playing. What the heck is going on there? He's got to be understand that. I've been scratching my head for weeks on that one, and I don't understand it at all. Why wouldn't you do some shuffling around on the O line a little bit and and, right. and at least give them a, a chance to get in there? Yeah, yeah. That's it's the tough. only change. When I was thinking about it, I was like, changes. You know, what could they do? That's really the only change besides maybe Matt Canada coming down from the booth, which maybe I was so excited doing. to see Banner finally come back. I tweeted about mm. it. I talked about it. I kept and I am waiting for him to come in and I'm I'm shocked that there hasn't been any effort when when what is we're doing is not working it would be different if if you know our old line was great and and we didn't need him but but mm-hmm. why not give him a chance well, he's hungry when he right. came back when he got off the uh, injured list he and the line actually was he's doing okay well. so I can under, I could say it's like okay I can understand you don't want to mess sure. up the continuity but not the now, past few weeks yeah yeah past few weeks they continuity been, right. the only continuity is garbage <laughs> continual yeah. garbage yeah you're they right, you you're right. continual hold they're continually bad yeah they're continually, yeah. continually crap mm-hmm. oh man yeah. yeah i'd like to say i feel better but no I, I thought i would feel better after venting no i'm not i have no, more I'm of a sorry. headache now but you know what'll make you feel well, better you have a headache because you had a bag on your head right well that's right that's you couldn't yeah. breathe your oxygen hyperventilating <laughs> you know what'll make me feel better i'm gonna show my uh we're gonna do a little show and tell if you guys are you guys ready with your show and tell? We're ready. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Awesome. I think I'll kick it off because it's quite a it's quite a doozy. So I have this Ben Roethlisberger ornament. I love it. Oh. I have that same one. Uh. He rotates. I, I put him on a, on one of those rotating uh, yeah. things, uh, ornament rotators. And um, so that I've had this for gosh, probably since maybe 2006, 2007. And I want to say it was 2009. I have it up. It's right before, um, 
like right after Thanksgiving, he's hanging on the motor, doing his rotating thing. All of the, all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, he he drops to the ground, or I hear something drop to the ground. I lifted the tree, Ben's on the floor, and I'm like, oh no, Ben! I go to pick him up. Oh, I shit you not, high ankle sprain. Three days later, it's the Ben Roethlisberger. It's a voodoo doll, right? And that's not even it, right? So I put it on. It's fine. You know what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. Today, I go to take it out to, you know, do the, ah. oh. So no. if he, if he, breaks, oh, no. if his hand comes off, if his hand comes off against the Ravens, we know why. Right. His hand's just laying on the middle of the field. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, I've had to put it together with these, with this silly stuff. Oh, and, that's uh, right. I have the same one. I had no idea he falls apart. You got a he does. ball. That's crazy. I know. I know. It is kind of crazy. So I'm hoping that, you know, you 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 heard it here first. You know, if his, right. if his arm falls, if his hand is just dangling. We'll be going to Allison for all the voodoo predictions before yeah. each game. <laughs> don't drop him on his head. He'll get decapitated. Right. right. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that. That would be terrible. Right. I don't, I don't even think there's an option, at least with, you know, with these things they you know that's where they're put together in the factory or whatever but his right. head thankfully it, there's no uh, there's no way for his head to come off that's awesome so we should be okay there. you think i think there's always oh, a way right <laughs> my that's, only that's thing my is show, i got um i got eaton park glasses of uh Ooh. Oh, I get the same ones. Bradshaw and oh, I love those. Rogue Green and Jack Lambert and Franco. Nice. So I love it. So Eaton Park, Eaton Park knows who the legends are. They do. They do. <laughs> Yours are in better shape than mine. Mine are all faded and it's scratched. like the chippy, chippy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so these are these are from 1996. Wow. Oh. They're in good shape. You must keep them down there in the cave, though, and not use them. Mine went through rotation in my cabinet, and all the paint came off. I was thinking of... (laughs) Along with all of my glasses from the bus's grill, from the Betta's grill. I bought a whole set of them when I was there one time. Oh, yeah. They had, like, the 36 on them, and all came off. Now I just have plain glasses. And they I was I was thinking about bringing out the busting out the good china for for Thanksgiving, you know. But <laughs> hey, yeah, hand wash that, hand wash that. No dishwasher. That's a good idea. All right, well, Allison, I have to stand up a little bit for mine. Allison said Christmas, so this was my Christmas, my Christmas present a few years ago, and my ode to Ryan Clark and and all of his talk about the about the old. Oh, defense. so I threw nice. my five steel curtain shirt tonight for the show. Very something else picked out but allison said christmas so i went with something yeah yeah ryan clark there you go right there you go (laughs) ryan all right guys hey thanks so much all right thank Uh, you yeah go steelers go go steelers Steelers. uh watch what if you if you're gonna if you're gonna wear a paper bag put holes in it so you don't hyperventilate that's that's the lesson for tonight which they may they may lose next week you know um, maybe i'll think about it Oh, okay. they're losing. We didn't even and talk about that, te- wrap that Ben in some bubble wrap. We need him. For yeah, more weeks. yeah. <laughs> Bye, All right, guys. I'll see you. See ya.